Welcome back to the Crown Rest Podcast for episode 274. It was an absolute pleasure to work with Corey Powell, who is an active Division Three basketball player at SUNY Farmingdale. Actually had the chance to ref Corey back in the 2019 season, and he has two years left of eligibility, so I'm sure I'll ref him again. Best part about this story is he's also an official who's in the Crown Ref's mentor community since uh, September of 2021. He has big aspirations to go way further as a ref than he does as a player, and as soon as he can focus on it full-time, he's going to have a super bright future ahead of him. Um, Recently worked three-person games with him, uh, some men's league, and we had a chance to post-game and break down a few plays immediately after. We discussed some dead ball game management tips, how to have your partners back all the time, and not letting any previous game history hold us back in the current one. Corey also shared some positive feelings about our private platforms and what he appreciates most about being part of the Crown Refs Mentor community. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Feel free to reach out anytime. Do me one last favor before you go. Have a great rest of your day. Take care. You too, man. Special guest on the Crown Refs podcast. Somebody I've been waiting to work with for a while. My friend Corey. Corey Powell, just tell uh, the people listening, quick background, who you are, where you're from, what you do. My name is Corey Powell. I play basketball at Farmingdale State College. I'm from Valley Stream, New York, in my going into my third year of officiating. So you're in a very interesting position, a position that not a lot of people are in, where you're competitively and actively playing for a very good program at the D3 level, but you're fully in love and vested in officiating, right? So I give you a lot of credit for that. A lot of the people I encounter with that are still playing, they're not all in on officiating. So I'll definitely, I mean, you're part of our program, you're part of our community. So I just wanted to give you that shout, the fact that you're doing both at a high level. That's great stuff. So uh, what'd you think of today's games? We had two men's league games. We got to work three person with a a gentleman, a nice gentleman named Walt. What'd you think of the games before we uh, wrap up some of these plays? Uh, The games were pretty good. Um, definitely physical games, up and down. So overall, I would say they were good. They're good reps, good three-person reps. Um, Have you worked a lot of three-person? Uh, not as much as I'd like, but definitely, you know, uh, a good amount. Only at camp you've worked three-person, though. You, have you had any real? Uh, I've done some men's league. Okay. Have you worked any high school games yet or no? No. Okay, so strictly rec, men's league, AAU. Gotcha. All right, um, a couple plays I have I have bulleted down, and we can kind of re- rehash them from these two games. Um, I was I, I wrote down complimenting a player. It's a good game management thing to do. You know, we're always trying to diffuse and de-escalate players that are maybe too loud or being disrespectful, trying to bring them down. But the other side of that coin is when they're being respectful. Same thing. Let's respond to that. It's a good way to, to kind of build rapport with them. So, for instance... We had a player, number eight, we'll call him, who normally is a troubled, uh, disrespectful player, right? But early in the game, he's being very nice with his interaction with me. So instead of even really talking about what he was talking about, I just complimented him. I said, oh, I really appreciate how respectful you're speaking. Oh, I love the tone you're speaking in. So mature, like even throw a little joke. Funny thing is, though, he was the player that we wound up teeing up about two minutes later, so it didn't work that much. But I, I just want you to take take away, like, 
we can complement coaches and players when they're being respectful. When they're speaking respectfully to us, it's a good way to build that rapport and establish those expectations and that professionalism. So let's talk about the technical foul that I gave to him. He was clapping, and I gave it from 40 feet away. Normally, you know, you would hope that our partner would handle that on the spot. However, he didn't call it a technical foul, and you remember his reasoning why? Where he, he started thinking about history. Yeah. Oh, we've had a past history. Yeah. Meanwhile, what was my response? History doesn't matter. History doesn't matter. And, and everybody has had a history with this yeah. player. So it's unfair to, to bring that into this game yeah. because the only all it's going to do is hold you back in this game, and that's exactly what it did. So the play is I'm, I'm the lead, and um, our, yeah, my, our partner is the C. A, B1 is just basically clapping in his face while our partner kind of has his back to him. But then the player, then our partner turned around and he still was clapping close to him. So I'm just stopping the game at that point. I gave him an opportunity to do that. Normally, you know, we say trust our partners. Obviously, we don't go fishing in a primary. For something like this that's sportsmanship related, we got to run the game there. How you doing? How'd we do, all right? Yeah. Good. Appreciate you having us. I'll text uh, Rob this Wednesday and confirm for this coming up. Okay. Right, I appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. Um, so that was just a case where we just can't let him clap at any one of our faces. It's just bad for the game. It's bad optics. And if your partner isn't going to do that, then you be the great partner there and step up and do it, right? If I miss that, please. I'm not passing on it because I want to. Maybe I'm passing on it because I'm overthinking or I'm fearful in that moment. But that's, that's why... I, we're a crew. That's why we're a team. But at least you getting it, it, it makes it look less personal. Maybe that could have crossed, you know, his mind. Mm-hmm. You know, we don't know. But, yeah. You know. So don't let past history exactly. creep into a current game. That's the main point. It's only going to hold us back. Um, you had a play where you uh, you had post players. You were you were weak side. You were weak side in lead. Two post players rotate over and they go from one block to the other block. Yeah. Then the ball got thrown down to the post, and then you rotated over. I want you to rotate with them. That's really the only matchup that was in your primary, and then they moved to the other block. So almost like hopping in a cab. Hop in their cab, let them take you cross town. This way you're right um, on, the op- on the strong side then to rep that play once it's dumped down in the post. So just a little bit quicker of a rotation and having a feel for the game there, that that's the post play that, mat- that matters, that matchup matters, and just rotating with them. Um, what else do we have? There was another play where this is just a game management point here. Sometimes when we call fouls, players react, right? And, and it's almost like they're a little fiery with their reaction. Now, if you walk away from that, sometimes it gives them the platform to keep going and doing that. So I had a play where I called a foul on five white. Immediately, he starts reacting, like grunting his teeth. So instead of walking away, I walk towards him, thinking that me walking towards him, showing more presence, closing down, is going to establish my presence there a little bit. He immediately went down. He didn't want to continue with those actions. So it's just something to think about, like walking towards players when they're starting to yell or they're starting to get frustrated. Don't just leave town. Let them know you're still there. Maybe you can talk to them in that moment, but at the very least, you're establishing your court presence there. And... I didn't say nothing, but just my presence was a way to de-escalate that reaction. So it just didn't morph into anything unsportsmanlike. What is an example of a time you'd walk away? A time I would walk away? Yeah. 
I mean, most plays, most average general plays, routine plays. But on this case, we called a foul on a player. He starts jumping up already. Survey the scene, stay there a second. And in this case, I chose to just take two steps towards him as a way to manage that situation. Um, what else we have? Uh, you called one out of primary a little bit in front of Walt. Walt was the lead here. Do you remember that play? Yeah. Do you remember what the illegal contact was? Um, I saw him hit him on elbow, and I wasn't. I thought Walt didn't get it because it was a multiple defender. Okay. Play. So was so this? Once a, he didn't get it, then I came. Was this, was this a case where you were reffing the secondary defender yeah. from behind? So it wasn't a foul on the primary defender. Yeah. That was kind of right in front of Walt. Yeah. That's, that's great recognition, too. Understanding um, our primaries, but also understanding, having the crew awareness to know what our partners are looking at, what our partners can see. Is my partner stacked? Like, for instance, there was a play where we had a quick steal. And, and Walt was the lead. He immediately kind of got beat by the play, and I was the trail. So I immediately saw he was wide in the lead position, wasn't going to make it down to that close-down position. I shifted my eyes to a play right on the block, and I was ready to come in and have a kind of a primary whistle because knowing that Walt was not in a good position there. So that's definitely a good, good skill set to have and making sure we're refereeing the, the defenders that are in our primary or secondary. You had a charge. I feel like you're kind of in between signals with like high school signals and pro because they're kind of holding each other back. I feel like your high school mechanic is being held back because you want to punch. And then I didn't see your punch. I only saw the point. So yeah, I only, I only do the point. I need a little more snap out of your point. Okay. Yeah. Maybe, maybe a little footwork. Nothing crazy, but... Just a, maybe a one-two step or a half step, generate momentum, and then snap that point. Okay. You're, you're, you're just basically raising your arm mm. instead of firing it out. Oh. I know you've seen a million videos of me uh, pointing with officials. So, uh, What else we have? You had an N1. There was a player. You had an N1. You called it on the player that fell down on the floor. I thought you were actually going to have a little bit quicker of a whistle. Do you remember yeah. that play in the first yeah, game? Yeah. He falls down. He's kind of making contact oh, as yeah, he's yeah. shooting. And then you kind of waited. It was a foul, no yeah. doubt about it. I think I was always going to call a foul. I guess it was just more patience. Good, but don't necessarily have a ton of patience when oh, a player's on a floor yeah, like that. Yeah. That's like a quick whistle safety type play yeah, yeah. where you're not necessarily going to no call that. That's going to be a foul pretty yeah, yeah. much 100%. And you kind of want to have a quick whistle maybe for safety purposes. So just something that, that hit my radar is I thought maybe you could have had a little bit of a quicker whistle. Our antenna's got to go up when we have a guy on the floor when we know he's in a, in a, not in a legal guarding position. Uh, I just wanted to ask you, what, what has been the most helpful part of uh, being part of our community, being part of our Discord platform? Um, I would say the different options that you know Discord has. We have, like, play sharing. We have, like, coaching responses. We have rules for, for high school, for college, men's, women's. We have pro rules. Um, you know, we could watch each other's games, camp, you know, info. So, like, I don't know, it's like 29 different channels. 36. 36. 36. Channels. <laughs> as of today. But we so it's, it's options for every moment that you could be feeling as an official. You know, there's something in there, you know, for you. And like as we said, you could be a reader, a talker, you know, there's just so many different options, so many different things you could do. 
It's almost like the Crown Ref's cable network for conversations. Yeah, right. You know? And I think it covers every aspect of officiating. The ones that it didn't cover, we've been filling those gaps. Like we had a camps channel yeah. that popped up a few months ago and it wound up being a super great platform basically for camp season and officials collaborating and meeting up and linking up. And that's the best part about it for me is like when the community meets in person. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's the play cha- the, probably the play sharing channel is the most popular one, yeah. right? Would you say? Yeah. Every day people are. That's the one I watch in class. Okay. <laughs> Good job. I'm watching you got your priorities right yeah because yeah. mm-hmm. you know what you want to do yeah that's great yeah and uh, so I'm open to, for, for more channels if we I'm sure we'll be adding more and more channels yeah. okay sure he needs the chairs no worries I know you're cleaning us out we're just trying to have a little post game how did we do today we're doing a podcast no. let him know <laughs> usually these players come in and fucking complain scream cry bitch complain all the above with refs I say today was one of the easiest, most flowing games ever. They didn't try to fight the refs. They didn't knock the food over. We had well, two weeks ago last week. They had a ref had a fruit over here in the corner. The team came over, opened his fruit bowl, and just threw it all over in the corner. His fruit? Yeah. And I'm the worker. Tight. That so was my fruit. I'm the worker. <laughs> so I had to fucking clean the end of the game. So, but nah, appreciate good games. Take a play. I'm glad to see you back. Thank you. You were here for a couple weeks and you left. Yeah, I left. Had no one to talk to. You. Back now. <laughs> I'm glad to see you. Good games. Have a good weekend, Thank guys. Thank you, sir. Appreciate it. Awesome. Thank you. So yeah, this was fun, man. Uh, I know we've been been uh, anticipating. I've been, I was gonna try to come down to Long Island, but I'm glad this worked out for you. New, New Rochelle isn't too bad of a yeah, trip yeah, for you, right? Yeah. Um. Anything, see, see you guys. Take care, bro. Anything from me, uh, things I need to do better, observations from my game, calls you like, calls you didn't, anything? Uh, I think one play that sticks out. Take care, guys. Take care. Good one, guys. lead uh-huh. and I had a shot on the baseline and by the time I turned I saw there was activity in the paint you were to see and you had the guy holding his arm that was when you signaled two shots uh-huh. I think that was that was perfect because I'm late getting back there and you had the perfect answer for what was going on so I'm glad you reminded me of that because I know I put out a lot of posts where I'm like, there's no need to signal two shots on the spot of the foul because I just think that makes you look amateur or yeah. makes you look super old school. Yeah. And it's just not something like we do at the college level, so I'm trying to get high school officials not to do it. But there are certain times when you need to provide clarity for yeah. the game, right? Mm-hmm. So in this this case, I was um, determining whether it was uh, going to be a, a rebound, a hold on the rebound yeah. or or if he had yeah. made contact with his hand first, meaning then and now it's a shooting foul. Yeah. So I was just kind of processing. So my point is I needed to provide clarity for everyone. Yeah. So I immediately, boom, two shots, two shots, partner. So that would be one one time when to indicate uh, shots on the spot. Another play I had, a similar play, I, I called a hold um, in the post. Tried to use my voice f- first. Mm-hmm. Let go. Yeah. Easy, easy. 
soon as I say easy, he pulls. So then I called a foul. What I didn't like about that was I called it while rotating over. Yeah. Now I don't think there. I think it was a it was a clear foul, and I, I can get it there. But ideally, one of our guidelines is we don't want to be blowing the whistle if we're still moving in the, in yeah. the end line. Yeah. So I would um, prefer to rotate over, plant, turn, and then be ready yeah, to yeah, ref yeah. that next play. But it just it's not a perfect uh, world, and you can't uh, you know control that thing, those yeah. things sometimes. But any other questions for me? Any any other topics other you want to talk about? You know, appreciate it. Yeah. You know, we made it happen. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, that's about it. All right, I hope to see you on a future call very soon. Yeah, yeah, right? for sure. Thank you, bro. This Appreciate awesome. it, Paul. Yep. Thank you. This is next level, homie. Just watch me. Stay fresh. You ain't gotta look sloppy. Keep your uniforms tucked. This is what you need, huh? Don't delay. Now it's time to get neat tucks. From the umpires, referees, and brooms to my ballers. Keep the audience watching all your moves. Cause you don't wanna lose. Now you looking so official. Gotta get your neat tucks. Everybody gotta get them. Neat tucks. You already know what's up. Neat tucks. Keeps uniforms tucked. Neattucks.com. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. You know, if Crown Refs has brought you any value in the past, I would really appreciate if you would consider joining us in our new private community for basketball officials on the Patreon and Discord apps. We have three different tiers of access and content available. We have Crown Refs Pro, Crown Refs Plus, and Crown Refs Mentor. This is uh, next level stuff. If you've been a fan of the content or the podcast for the past few years, or you've been a day one supporter, um, this is the place to be. This is where we have our weekly training sessions on Zoom. This is where we have our live monthly podcasts with special guests. This is where we are interacting every day on private channels. So would really uh, appreciate if you could join us in this community. We think you would flourish and definitely accelerate your skills as a basketball official. For more information, you can click the link in this episode description. Have a great day.